0: Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. And with me, of course, is my sidekick, Martin Gover. And we're here with Joanne Edie from Canada, and um, Sheila Granger from the UK, Hull. from Hull. <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to start uh, with you, Joanne. I'd really like to know what brought you to hypnosis and, and your version of your perception of what hypnosis is, okay?
2: Well, I've always been a square peg in a round hole, even as a kid, and we'd go to the library and I found Edgar Casey book. And I devoured them all about past life regression, and then life came along, and I got married and had five kids and whatnot. When they were, you know, just about gone, I started meditating on what is the next step in my life. Tell me what it is I need to know, and um, I started with EFT, Emotional Mm -hmm. Freedom Technique, which is the tapping on the acupressure points, and when I was studying the videos of that. There was a hypnotist on there, Marilyn Gordon. Yes, she's and, lovely, isn't she? Yes. Yes. And um, I was just, after that, I decided I had to find a hypnosis course, and I did. And that was in 2002. And I just love hypnosis. I, I love going into hypnosis. I love teaching hypnosis. You know, when the, your students get that aha moment, when they get it, and that's just a, a rush for me and uh, I love working with clients. Sometimes when a client leaves, I just sit down and I'm overwhelmed with gratitude that I do what I do. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. Yeah. <laughs> and How about you,
1: Sheila?
3: Yeah, so how did I get into hypnosis? I don't really know how I got into hypnosis. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. How did I wake up in this world? <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful world. Though. When um, we're well, probably going back, my very first experience of hypnosis was uh, going back, well, my daughter must have been three, and, and she's now 27, so 24 years ago. And uh, there was a, a local stage hypnotist who was going to be on. And there was a crowd of us who wanted to go out somewhere for the night. And we heard that there was this hypnotist on. We didn't even know what a hypnotist was or a hypnotist did. Um, you know, 24 years ago, it just wasn't really anything that anybody really knew that much about. So we were sitting in the audience and this hypnotist said, you know, I want everybody to put their hands together. By the time my count to so whatever, you know, you won't be able to undo your hands. I couldn't undo my hands. My hands had stuck together like glue. <laughs> now, my husband at the time, he was... Just under the hands. Because he hadn't even really he wasn't even going to play along with what the guy said just in case it happened to him, you know, for fear that he his hands might get stuck, so he'll just ignore it. And I'm like, I can't undo my hands, I can't undo my hands. And he will you will have to go up on the stage then. So I then had to go up on the stage. Um I was uh, was told that I was peddling to save E.T. And then the hypnotist told me that E.T. had died, and I was like, Oh my goodness. Are you <laughs> and then I had to be a, what else was the uh a washing machine on fast spin? <laughs> what is a washing machine on fast spin? How do you do that as a person become a washing machine on fast spin? <laughs> now, probably at the time. You know, I wasn't somebody at that time who would go up onto a stage and act in that way. You know, I wasn't a particularly confident person at at that age. Um, And so I did actually keep, after a while, I rejected the suggestions that were being made to me. And, um, you know, I went back into the audience, watched the rest of the show. And I remember my husband at the time saying to me, if you hadn't been up there, I wouldn't have believed anything that I have seen tonight. <laughs> I would have thought it was all a complete stage performance, and so that was my first experience of hypnosis and mm. um, being a washing machine on fast spin. And now run courses to you know if people want to be a washing machine on fast spin, <laughs> 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 I can certainly teach them how to do that. It's not <laughs> pretty. Much. But, you know,
2: the
1: important part I see in that story is just what I've been telling the audience forever is it's always a choice to do it or not. You took the choice as far as you wanted to take it, and then that's yeah, it. Exactly. And yeah. that's the way hypnosis works. And, you know, people all have that initial thing that they're going to just do strange things. Yeah, and um, you do it. it opens your creativity well, and you have a great time doing it as long as you feel like doing it. <laughs>
3: And, and looking back, that's exactly what happened. I took mm. it so far, and then I thought, "Oh, this isn't me. I don't I don't, I don't, want to do these things. Okay. Um, so, uh, but then, you know, fast forward so many years, I'd, I'd always had a little bit of an interest in how the human mind works. And, you know, my background, you know, I worked for the government as a, a fraud investigator for 20 years. <laughs> um know investigating people who weren't maybe quite as disabled as they claim to be Um, and you know so nothing further from you know you would think nothing um, was further from hypnosis than that but really I you know I view hypnosis as something where we're developing a rapport with somebody on a level that creates that sometimes that mutual understanding and so to a certain extent, I was probably using a little bit of that without realising it at the time. Um, but I had this interest in how the human mind works um, was a little bit of of a serial course goer. You know, I was a librarian. I liked going on courses. I like courses. Um, Never did anything with them, but I I liked going on courses and learning stuff. Went on this hypnosis training course and I never intended really to do anything with it. It opened my eyes to things that I could perhaps have done differently in my life. It opened my eyes to, you know, that actually I have some control over how I think you know, and what thoughts I'm going to listen to and what thoughts I'm not going to listen to and why we are like we are. Um, and, but apart from that, I wasn't going to do anything with it. I then started seeing a couple of people, you know, working with a couple of people. And then I really noticed the difference, actually, you can make to somebody's life. And probably like a lot of us who end up doing this as a profession, that drive took, takes over and that passion to do more and more and more of it.
1: And that's what we are and very passionate about what we do, all of us in different ways. And we all do a slightly different thing. And and Joanne is a, well, so am I. We're both kind of on a very spiritual journey most of the time. <laughs> so Joanne, you know, funny, yesterday I was teaching in the advanced training in Simpson Protocol, and I think I was a little too far looped out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I get so much in trance myself sometimes that, you know, you well, you understand when you're you always in trance anyway, but in the extent. So, Joanne, I really want, you know, you do all kinds of stuff. You have great um, weight loss programs and stuff. Just tell us a little bit. But first, before you do that, I'd like you to really talk about the CHC first.
2: Yeah. Oh, great. Thank you. Um, I began the Canadian Hypnosis Conference. Uh, we're going into our sixth year in a month. Uh, At the end of October, we have uh, the CHC, we call it, Canadian Hypnosis Conference 2018. And I just wanted the hypnotists in Southern Ontario to um, experience what I was experiencing, getting all these classes at, at other conventions. And we draw a very spiritual hypnotist. Mm -hmm. And um, which makes us a little bit different than than some of the other conventions, not that they aren't at other conventions, but um, we have a lot of spiritual classes. So we call it a rejuvenating spa for the mind. (laughs) And and, uh, it's always it's a feel good weekend as well. And you don't have to be a hypnotist to attend. There's enough alternative classes that you can certainly go and enjoy and and do some self-help in, in small ways. And um, so we ha- all have a very good time. We have lots of laughs and you meet new people and networking with other hypnotists. I always say, you know, I can only talk to my husband so long about hypnosis and his eyes glaze over. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know we're done at that point, but on the weekend – CHC weekend, nobody's eyes glaze over when we
1: talk hypnosis. So we're going to put that link up, jo- Joanna, on the page, the Hypnosis Everywhere page. So all of that will be done and you don't have to do a thing and you can you, they can all check it out because and it's really a good thing to check out. I've been at the CHC quite a few times and I love it. So Sheila, are you going to be at the CHC this year?
3: Absolutely. It's I always support the CHC you know it's one of my favorite conferences um because it's such a, a family feel to it and to me you know when I go to the CHC now I know that I'm going to see you know people that I've not seen from the previous year but people I've become friends with, and um, it's to me, it's a bit like going home. Really, um, it's my year, it's my time of year where I go back home and uh, spend the time with the people that you know, some really good friends, people that I love and care about dearly. Um, you know, even though we're the other side of the pond.
1: Yeah, but you've become our honorary Canadian.
3: Oh <laughs> That would be nice.
1: Maybe Joanne will give me a certificate to say that. This Maybe. That's what we should do. Okay. So the CHC, there's going to be, like you say, it's very spiritual unit, but there's also many things for just people who are uh, not don't really have a sense of belief in that. There's still a lot of stuff for them. And uh, just give them an idea of the spectrum of – the You know, what's at one thing and what's at the very spiritual end?
2: What we have this year is um, for just the price of the conference. During the conference, you can attend uh, three two-day com- uh, workshops and a one-day workshop. Um, and then there's three tracks. So let me explain all that because it sounds very confusing, doesn't it? <laughs> so you pay your ticket to come to the CHC. And then from the schedule, you choose what you want to learn. Um, some people are, you know, dedicated hypnotists that want to get a new skill to take home to their clients. Some hypnotists just want to hear hourly classes and see what's out there. Um, and then we have our non-hypnotists or people um, who do other modalities that are curious and and just want to learn some uh, new things. And so, and then we have a complete NLP track. And the reason I did the NLP track was so that people who don't have a um, certification in NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, um, they can sit in on classes and see what it's all about, you know, hourly talks where each uh, speaker teaches a new technique, and then they can uh, take it if they want or not.
1: Okay, we'll have to leave it there and we'll continue our conversation when we come back. So off, I'll see everyone on the other side.
4: Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
0: We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage.
1: Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time. And they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at InezSimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at
4: SimpsonProtocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's one 866 472 Fifty-seven ninety-two. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere. And without further ado, I'm just going to keep going. So I'm going to ask Joanne just to lead into this segment about the what's the CHC and what Sheila is doing at the CHC. Great.
2: Right. Um, so as I mentioned, just for the price of the conference, you can take these different workshops. And Sheila is presenting a workshop that's never been presented in Ontario, hypnosis for children. And, and so I, I'd like to have Sheila expand upon that because it's fascinating. Yeah, I think a lot of the time, you know, we um, we forget how much
3: um, our young children are being affected today, children and teenagers, um, by mental health issues. You know, there's a lot of lower level anxieties with children that weren't there even 10, 15, 20 years ago. But certainly with the rise of, you know, internet, you know, children almost um, use their tablets, their phones as a way of getting rid of, uh, or running away from unwanted emotions, shall we say. So, they don't have to, you know, sort of um, talk about how they feel, um, be it, you know, anger, frustration, grief, whatever it is. You know, it can just, they can simply bury themselves in a tablet. And so, because of that, there's no inner resilience built anymore. And even the natural hierarchies aren't even there, um, that were there even 20 years ago.
1: And you want to explain that term of hierarchy? You know, the hierarchy. Yeah,
3: the hierarchy. So the natural sort of, um, you know, you, you always used to think of um, parents being um, natural mum, natural dad, and they were always going to be there for life. Whereas, you know, more people get divorced now, so there might be a step parents involved. The child might be being brought up by grandparents. Um, you know, they might have siblings, brothers and sisters that are from other relationships and that sort of family. You know, so family units are different. and um, they all bring their own host of issues with can potentially bring their own host of issues with them as well. So who a child would normally look up to and take the messages and suggestions and um, the people that would help them deal with what the issues in the world aren't necessarily there for them anymore. And a lot of the time with schools and other educational establishments, you know they're there, primarily to help that child get through exams, to learn the stuff that they need to learn on a curriculum. They need to learn their English, they need to learn their geography, they need to learn their history, you know, and they've got to pass exams in that. And that's primarily the role of the schools. So they don't necessarily do much for those lower-level anxieties that might be there in a child. And those anxieties might be around... um. They might be around uh, the peers, the friends, um, you know, who's friends with who, um, who isn't friends with them. You know, they might be to us as an adult fairly little worries that aren't anything very much, but to that child, there's something big, and it's affecting them on a day-to-day basis. And today, you know, isn't happiness all the rage? You know, um, you know, social media, everything's about, oh, this was absolutely great. Oh, isn't this fantastic? What a fantastic day I've had. You know, we don't put on there what a rubbish day we've had. Um, <laughs> or, you know, um, so they see things that the messages to a child are that everything's about being happy. So if they personally don't feel happiness, then they think there's something wrong with them. Yeah. You know, and so that starts to create a lower level anxiety going on as well. So, you know, there's a whole host of issues there that if those lower level anxieties aren't addressed or that child isn't even strategies perhaps to cope with that in the future, those lower level anxieties can begin to escalate. So in schools, you might see panic attacks. You might see that happen around exam time. Um, because around exam time there's all the expectations placed upon the child as well expectations by themselves by the teachers by the parents so this escalates and amplifies perhaps other issues that are there as well now with hypnosis we can help those children to start with become very consciously aware of how it is that we do think how our minds do work and perhaps so. even just on a simple form ignore the chatter that's going on and work out what is actually real and what isn't what is just something that we're making up in our head as we go along because we're all great at that aren't we you know we sure. make things in our head all of the time about things that aren't even true you know we might think that people are thinking certain things about us you know so for a child a teenager they might have a group of friends and this group of friends go out for a night on their own and they don't invite the other, this other one. And so the one that's not invited thinks they don't like me anymore. I've done something wrong or, you know, and it might not be that. There might be a very plausible reason why they've not invited them. But the, that, that girl, the person who's been excluded will focus on all the bad feelings about that and will play the mental mind movie of a worst case scenario about it and amplify it and to them it's the worst thing in the world so if we can have an understanding of that that we all have that chatterbox in our head um, and teach a skill set of managing that a lot better with this wonderful thing that we've got called hypnosis then we're setting those children up for life we're teaching them actually life skills
1: Yes. And you know, when you you just think back, I mean, Joanne and I and you, we all came into, we weren't born as hypnotists and we came in relatively, I've been in it for 20 years or so, or we all have been sort of there. But thinking back, think of the angst, I'm talking to the parents now, think of the angst that you felt in school when your group there was always something going on, and the one would always feel one person always felt left out or something. And that's Joanne's. And there's so many angst for kids. And today, I, I did it again. Did <laughs> I'm, you know? But the whole thing is that everyone has this, and the parents can, in their mind's eye, they can go back and know what that felt like. And now it's totally quadrupled, it's whatever, it's compounded to the point where it's very strong because of all the new thing and everything moves faster. True?
2: Well, and uh, another point too is that um, almost all moms are working now. Yeah. Uh, The way economics are, it takes two incomes to have all the nice things that people want. And uh, I know that uh, my kids... You know, I was always home. I was a stay-at-home mom. I was blessed to be a stay-at-home mom, and um, you know, I knew as soon as they came in the door if something was bothering them. But now they're they're letting themselves in and they're by themselves, and so it does amplify because when you're just thinking about it yourself, it, it goes to the worst-case scenario. Yeah.
3: So, I've been working in, sco- in schools and um, colleges for about the last five years, introducing hypnosis into the educational world, if you like. Um, but the way that I go about that, you know, um, because you know, so many people have a perception about what hypnosis is and what it isn't. So, if mm. I approach the school head teacher and said, um, Is it all right if I come and hypnotize the kids? They'd be like, uh, Absolutely no chance. You know, you definitely cannot hypnotize yeah. the kids. No. Um, but if I go with a slightly different approach, you know, mindfulness is a buzzword at the moment. And mindfulness seems to be a more acceptable term than hypnosis is. Um, it's um, still
1: hypnosis, though, but that's, that's true. Exactly,
3: exactly. But I might say to them, you know, I, I will talk to them about the league tables because for schools, league tables matter. You know, if I can say that I can help you improve your pass rating on exams by improving the children's performance, then that's OK. And I'll just use some centuries old um, visualisation techniques. Oh, yes, you can do that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the yeah. same, it's the same thing, isn't it?
1: It's all perception of the word and luckily for me the audience here hopefully they've been really already taught that but it's really important to bring it up again because sometimes they may have missed parts and I think that's great it's really good so Joanne and do you work with children a lot
2: in your practice not a lot but it was funny I you know it just I think that Sheila gets in my head sometimes <laughs> 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 teaching a hypnosis class and during the second week, I always have multiple, multiple demos so that the hypnotist can work with real people. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> you know, not, not just learn all the, the techniques, but I... No dead sure. ones. We don't work with any dead ones. No. We don't. <laughs> real life people. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we, we got um, a mother in and then she said, could she bring her daughter in who was 13? And um, so without going into a big, long story, we solved her problem with hypnosis. She loved the hypnosis. And uh, and, and now again this week, I've got another call with another 13-year-old. And uh, I think, it, you know, once you put that out there, I think that you're just going to be exploded with kids with different things. Yeah.
1: And it's it's really it makes you feel good too that you can help people move on so easy because right. like you say, you're building their foundation for life. Yes. Right. So that's totally
3: true. And you're
2: giving them a tool uh, mm. to make themselves feel better.
3: Mm. That's I think you can also you can also give the parents tools as well. Um, like I had a client last night who actually came for a completely different issue to this but we got talking about his stepson who has Asperger's mm-hmm. um, so very, very, very difficult and putting a big strain yeah. on um, him and his wife's relationship so although the, we know the child probably won't come um, him and his wife are going to come they're just going to tell me how he this child is what he likes, what he doesn't and what behavior he's got etc and i'm just going to give them some tools and some way of communicating with that child that might just put sort of different spin on the on the way of the outcome all the time
1: and also so I, maybe mechanisms to take their stress out when they know that they you know we're talking about mindfulness and stuff and meditation and stuff yeah, exactly it's important for parents to take some time for themselves. And- yeah,
2: well, yes. Once again, as I said, you know, two parents working—they work all day. They come home. Now we've got to get dinner on the table. Then we got to clean up. Now we got homework. Now we got bedtime. I, you know, these parents are exhausted too. And a good hypnosis session for the parents—it um, is uh, because then they're less impatient with the child. Yeah,
1: and that's where I was coming from, yeah. Because really, the parents, if they can't cope and do that, they're not going to do the right things for the child. It's not that they're doing wrong things. It's just that they don't have the time. They don't have whatever. Oh, there's just So the tools. So, Sheila, you're going to teach hypnotists how to give them the tools to help them do that. Is that true? Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Well, and into so, being hypnotists into that field of working with children. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, that's a really important field, I think. So guess what? We're going to break again. <laughs> Sorry about that, but we're going and we'll see you on the other side.
4: Thank you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
0: We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum Scalar Wave Lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar Wave Lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government-approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage.
1: Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First, is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time. And they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at InezSimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at
4: SimpsonProtocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
0: You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I N E S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere and with Joanne Edie and Sheila Granger. Sheila, that's good.
2: Um... <laughs> Sorry.
4: <laughs>
1: So uh, we're just going to go right back in and talk. But, you know, I really want to talk to them about what they do together because one lives in Canada and one lives, you don't think of people being working together. But hypnosis is a global sort of society. So I'd really like maybe, Joanne, just to start and and sort of talk because I've heard really good things about your trainings last, especially in hypnophysics. Maybe go for
2: that. Um, Well, Chill and I have presented uh, the virtual gastric band and exhale weight. Um, at together at, at several conventions and it gives everybody the best of both worlds. Um, I Took the virtual gastric band in 2011 and I can still feel my band working <laughs> I've lost over 50 pounds and kept it off yeah. and, um, and Then I became a I, I immediately started working with clients because it was such, such a great program and I became a trainer for Sheila in 2013 And I've never looked back. It's the bread and butter of my practice. And um, I I had, you know, some things in my own program, Exhale Weight, which I wrote a book about. And um, I I use them as well. And we introduce some concepts that aren't in other programs. They they aren't in, uh, you know, professional programs on television or anything like that. And we bring the common sense back to weight releasing. And it is not a diet. It's not a diet at all. It's just a a way of eating, a lifestyle for the rest of your life. So, you know, and I think it was Sheila, at the last one, you brought up such an interesting thing. If you go off the program, let's say at Christmas or Easter or Thanksgiving or something like that, really, there's only about 10 holidays a year. So those are pretty good odds, aren't they? And you just get right back on the program, and that's how you maintain
1: yeah. it. mm-hmm. It's interesting how people always think it, it, we, they give us the concept that they fell off the wagon, they might as well just really blitz yeah. it out and oh, then right. go on. And yeah. with hypnosis, we really allow them to know they don't need to do that. Right. So it's really good. So the, ga- the gastric band, uh, Sheila, that you teach, that you want to chat about that a little bit?
3: Yes, I mean, the gastric bound type of concept, if you like, goes back oh probably about eight years now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did a little bit of playing around with it in the UK in that I asked for 25 volunteers and nobody paid me any money. And I uh, hired a hotel room and uh, most of the people in the room had probably never experienced hypnosis before either. And I invited my local media along to independently verify any results that I got. And the worrying thing was that the newspaper did print that this trial was going to take place. And I thought, oh, my Lord, if this doesn't <laughs> work, you know, I've just ruined my business overnight. You know, I'll definitely be printing the results of it as well. Anyway, I did the first session uh, with this group of people and... You mean a group, you know, we we can't tailor it to a person as well, you know, as we can when we work one on one. So it was very generalised, was that first group? But a lady rang me up the day after the first session and said, I have spent forty-five years of my life thinking about food all the time, and all of a sudden I'm not thinking about it anymore. What's what's happened there? because part of what we do with this program is get somebody away from thinking about food people say like one lady she was actually a psychologist and she said I'm not quite sure what to do with all my spare thinking time you know (laughs) because I must have spent so many hours thinking about food not realizing that's what I was doing and now I'm not thinking about it I've got all this spare thinking capacity (laughs) Not, not quite sure what to do with yet Mm. So this, you know, the virtual gastric band sounds like madness, doesn't it? An absolute madness concept. But it's really not um, necessarily about making somebody think that they've had physical surgery. Mm. Um, What it does is get somebody to focus. Let us focus much more on what my stomach is telling me than my head or my eyes. Yes. Because, you know, our body gives lots of, our subconscious gives off lots of instinctual signals that are designed to keep us alive and keep us healthy. You know, so if we want a we, you know, it's our subconscious saying, you're filling up with water and there is going to be a terrible accident. So we (laughs) listen to that signal and (laughs) we'll to it. You know, or if we're cold, it's our subconscious saying, you, you need to put some clothes on put the heating on otherwise you're going to get hypothermia and you're going to die so we listen and we respond to it but if you think about it with the food signals you know we eat when we're not even hungry we eat when we're already full we eat when we're happy we eat when we're sad you know um we've almost got away from what are the right foundations of eating and really starting to tune into what our own body's telling us. So, you know, because, you know, when we were born, we all had a perfect weight control system. You know, you think of your children when they were born, you know, i have got this nice little baby, give it a bottle. When it's full, It stops. It doesn't think, do you know what sort of day I've had today? You know, or, you know, do you know how stressed I am? Or I deserve this, I've worked hard all day. And, you know, from a young age, our parents have made some great suggestions to us. You know, I worked with a gentleman recently and, you know, his parents had always told him, you eat it all up because you'll be a big boy. uh, You know, his parents were absolutely right. They were absolutely right. He became a really big boy. Um, because he couldn't leave food on the plate. You know, some of us are trained to eat it all up out with from a really young age. You know, don't you be wasting food, there's children dying in Africa. You know, well, pop it in a parcel and send it to them then. Um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, so we're trained. We've switched off to what our body's telling us. Mm-hmm. But with this virtual gastric band and, you know, I think sort of for the listeners, you know, what I how I tend to explain it to people is that hypnosis just makes change so much easier on you than had we consciously done something because you know consciously we all know what to do don't we you know we're not stupid consciously I want to lose weight okay I need to eat less and exercise more but something far more powerful makes us put our head in the cupboards or makes us eat the chocolate or makes us go for the glass of wine on an evening. Something far more powerful, this subconscious part that thinks it's doing us a favour. Yeah. Part of our job as hypnotists, I suppose, is a little bit like a salesperson to somebody's subconscious to get it to update that programme. Because all the times, you know, you automatically reach for something sweet to eat or you automatically clear all the food on the plate, even if you're not hungry. Especially if you paid for it and gone out for something to eat. All the time that we automatically do that, our subconscious thinks it's doing us a favour. Yeah. It doesn't run programmes for bad, does it? It runs it thinking, oh, you feel a little upset. So what I'll make you do is if I get you to have something sweet, because it worked when you were a little girl and you got given a bag of sweets, they made you feel better. So I'll run that same programme
2: again.
1: So you've taught a lot of people like that, and and also this sort of uh, putting in Joanne's part, I can understand having both facets, because a lot of people will look on the Bastrick band as a placebo, which is it is, and it's awesome that it's a placebo, and now they've proved that placebos work even when you know it's a placebo. So, I mean, it's just a shift in thinking. That's all it is, but it, it sort of has got a bad name in the past. So Joanne is adding in all the other stuff that, are you know, other things. So Joanne, you want to just sort of talk about the stuff you're adding
2: in? I, I add in a lot of things uh, to eliminate that emotional eating. Um, you know, all um, well that thought just went right out of my head. <laughs>
1: I understand.
2: <laughs> I had I had a lady and the program is all about building them up. And I had a lady say to me, I don't know what you did to me, but I couldn't care less if I ever lost another pound. And guess what? I'm losing weight. Mm-hmm. So it's about letting go of that need to lose weight as well. And um, Sheila made me laugh one day when she said, well, they, they know they haven't had a real gastric band. They've been sitting in my chair in the office. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course they know.
2: And that's why it works it's still. Like because it. it- yeah, but, you know, it it that they know that, but they they look at it as just something to help them along the way, and yeah. it, it works to help them along the way. And they, uh, we do a lot of things to build them up and make them feel good about themselves. When you feel good about yourselves, you don't have to eat emotionally. And you
1: know, um, I know that I love the saying that. Bob Burns, our mutual friend, says, you know, they're coming to you for an issue that isn't a conscious problem. Mm -hmm. So we're using the conscious, what you're saying, they can't get past it because it's a subconscious problem. And that's what hypnosis addresses is the subconscious and all that. So uh, for people to understand that, it doesn't matter how much you think about it. It's about how that programming gets changed in the rest of your mind. And stuff, uh, so
3: a friend of ours, Shelley Stockwell Nicholas, yeah, that's has right, a, has a great phrase as well. You know, do do we hypnotize people or in, deep into a trance to get yes. into this way? We'll probably know, we'll probably hypnotize them out of it because mm. you know, most of the, the eating habits that do us the damage are the ones that we do in a trance, you know, when we. Mm. Sit at the end of the day in front of the television, and we could have been really good all day. But as soon as we sit down and we, um, you know, before we know it, the full bag of chocolate's gone or. Yeah. You
1: know, and, you know, this is what this uh, hypnosis program is about. It, it Everything is hypnosis. The, the, they've already been told that they self hypnotize themselves every day, all the time. So that is about the dehypnotizing of that stuff and getting you on board. So we've only we're going to break already, my gosh. So <laughs> I will see you on the other side. Thank you.
4: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voice America.
0: We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum Scalar Wave Lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar Wave Lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage.
1: Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America. And I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be, you can find out everything at InezSimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at
4: SimpsonProtocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, the Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's one 866 472 Fifty-seven ninety-two. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and this is our last segment. And this is a segment where, you know, in the past I've always told you, you know, there's a self-hypnosis site that you go see, and i promoting self-hypnosis and stuff. So now I'm going to ask maybe Joanne, she's going to give you a tidbit for something for you can do
2: yes. all by yourself. Okay. So the very first thing that I do with a client or a group is I say to them, would it be all right on this program if I just totally take over your life? I'm going to take over your finances and I'm going to email you 10 to 20 times a day. I expect an answer and I'll be calling you as well at periodical times through the day. Would that be all right with you, Ines?
1: Uh, I don't think so. No.
2: And that's pretty much the answer. But yeah. you know, do that why can't i yeah and you know when i say that it just kind of shocks them for a moment and and they realize yeah that i am letting some inanimate object control me and you know if they're out of control eating they're out of control in other areas of their life so they get a sign i am in total control of what i eat when i eat how much i eat i am in control and they hang it up and that that starts on the journey of them being in control.
1: Yeah. So I know that you've also got a technique that you'd like to teach the audience, Sheila.
3: Yeah, so sometimes, you know, when we're looking at uh, changing our relationship with food or looking to develop a new set of habits, uh, there might be certain foods that, you know, call to you more than others, um, that you find more difficult to, to leave alone. It might be chocolate or it might be p- potato chips or, you know, I'm sure we can, all bread, that's another popular one, isn't it? Yes, I eat too much bread. Uh, so sometimes it can be helpful to um, look at that type of food and what it is we're actually doing to ourselves with it in a slightly different way. So the uh, hypnotist out there would call it an aversion technique. Um, but really, it's a way of changing our perception about that thing because, as we know, that's what hypnosis does. Hypnosis alters perception to something. Uh, and I don't know if I can ask people to close their eyes or not. Does that mean that somebody might be driving? I'm driving, driving. anyway. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. If you're
3: driving, please don't close your eyes. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can always turn on the show later and do it again.
3: (laughs) Yes. yes. Um, So even with you can do it even with your eyes open. But I want you to think about for a moment that food that you perhaps want to eat a little bit less of. And the reason why you want to eat a little bit less of that, so it might be for your own personal health reasons or maybe you do want to become slimmer. I want you to think what that food might be that would be good for you to eat a little bit less of. Then I want you to imagine that by your side right now is this big, empty bucket, a big, empty vat. And I want you to imagine if all and any of your bits and bobs of excess body fat were dripped and drained away into that bucket, what that fat would look like if you could see it. If all and any of your bits and bobs of excess body fat were dripped and drained away into that bucket, what that fat would look like. I want you to notice the colour of it. Some people imagine it's brown, yellow, pink streaks, white. What's the colour of that fat? And if you could feel it, what would it feel like? Maybe it's cold, maybe it's slimy, maybe it's lumpy. What would it feel like if you could feel it? And if you could smell it, if you could... Really smell the fat in that bucket. What would it smell like? Because some people imagine it's like old chicken fat or dog What it smell if you could smell fat in that bucket? Because I'm sure you wouldn't choose to allow that back into your body. So I want you to think about that thing that you want to eat a little bit less of, and see yourself in your mind's eye the time you eat it. Maybe sitting on your couch at home with a television on, and before you put that chocolate or that potato chip into your mouth I want you to imagine dipping it into that bucket getting a big blob of that fat on the end of it no really noticing oh the color of oh really noticing oh the color of it the the consistency of it the smell of it because I'm sure you wouldn't choose to allow that back but you can choose the foods that are right for you can choose what's right for you. The end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I hope those if people were driving, they were okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's so true. Uh, I mean, especially, you know, when we shift people's perceptions about other things, food is very predominant in our lives. And it's used not just for, you know, has sustenance. Mm-hmm. And we use it, like you say, for everything. So... Uh, there's so many facets to allowing someone to lose, to, I mean, we usually don't call it lose weight because we have this thing about, you know, but essentially people are very, in- we don't like to lose stuff, but if you're wanting to maintain weight and, and get to the right places of where you want to be, then, you know, there's so many facets and so many ways of doing it, but. If you're using it on a conscious level, it's not going to be. So getting to be like uh, taking gastric band, weight things, we'll put the link on for all those things. And anything they want, put links on. Now we have a on hypnosis everywhere on the website. You could say that yourself. Okay. So... Do We have a few minutes left, so I'd like you to tie up, Joan. What is it that you really want the people out there to know about? Oh, yeah, I can change that, but maybe I'll change that because I was going to ask you, you can still do this. I want you just to tie up what you want to say to the outside world there that's listening. And I also want to sort of do a little bit of a rant about the, how lovely it is that to have all women on the program. Not that I don't like the men on the program, but I have a bit of both. But I really want you to know that the hypnosis world has got both women and hip, that, and we're all doing great work. But, you know, you can go to a man or a woman, whichever you feel fine, but know that the skill levels of all hypnotists are quite high, no matter male or female. So there's my little rant
2: <laughs> so, Joanne, please, you just go ahead and do your okay. thing. So I just wanted to let um, new hypnotists know, or even if you've practiced for a while, if you have any questions on the program and or want to learn it, to, to just look up our websites and and uh, um, give us an email or a call. We we are very accessible. And we love hypnosis and we love teaching hypnosis or helping other people to, to do this as well
1: okay so and uh what about you sheila what do you want to close off with
3: Uh, what would my message be to the world (laughs) yeah Um, What can that message be to the world? Yeah, I mean, I like to make myself really open for people to contact me at any time, really. And that's not necessarily even if anybody wants to progress it or not progress it. If they're just curious or they have questions, I like to make myself really available. Um, And so people can contact me at any time. And I'm sure I'll put the links up to websites. Yes,
1: all that stuff will be there for them. Make it easy for them.
3: Yeah, uh, but, okay. you know, we can all we can all learn from hypnosis. Be as seasoned practitioners, and um, we keep learning all the time. Yes, we do. Because there's always things to learn about, um, and you know, it's, it's taking hypnosis into the wider community, just like you're doing with this, Isana, which I think is fantastic. That mm-hmm. um, more people are aware of this great skill set that they can use to change their life.
1: Yeah, and the whole idea of telling them this is that you know hypnosis—you're using it every day. We're just going to show you how to use it to promote the things you want instead of what you don't want, and then keep. <laughs> so anyway, there, we've only got about a minute left, so I'm just going to quickly say that next week, Martin, who do us. we have on? I think it's us. Oh, it's us. <laughs> well, I don't have to promote us too much. We're going to—what are we going to do? No
3: idea. But then we're going to have Mona <laughs> we have on. no idea, of course. <laughs>
1: Yes we're so we, we usually what we do when we have a, a we'll find a topic and we'll but we'll also talk about anything that's been brought up by all our wonderful guests and we'll tie stuff together and we'll talk about it and all that kind of stuff because last week before we had another person talking about how the parents could promote their children to learn. So all this stuff, all this information we try to build it together. Mm-hmm. So um, then we'll have Lisa Halpun on. And she's a great coach. And we're also going to have Mona Abdul. Oh, my God, Mona, forgive me. It's really hard to say her name. And I have to go because the 30 seconds is up. Mm
2: -hmm. All right.
1: So, But she's going to be on talking about teaching parents to work with their kids. Mm -hmm. So another thanks. Thank you you so much, you guys. It was great. And I'll have to say goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye
1: Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. See you next time.
0: Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week.